0: Hello, and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. Welcome to Cavendish College, where I assure you everyone is going to fill their A-levels, because this school is not a serious school. It's the start of our coverage of Sex Education's final season, and I'm glad to be joined by two-thirds of this, this cinema crew. They are the only people who beg me to be on a podcast about teenagers having sex. But well, please, for the love of God, don't let them near a projector. It's Priscilla Chinedu. How are you guys doing?
1: I'm good. How are you?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm okay. I've done my grocery shopping. I'm going to trim by 11 a.m. on a Saturday. It was a very busy morning for you. I was surprised you made all, all of that work. Yeah, like Come 10, on over 10, 10 over 10 adulting today. I'm very proud of myself.
1: Look at you being an adult. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Love it. You picked it one day. There's no football this Saturday. You're like, you know, I'm just going to... What time did you wake uh, up? Uh, uh, uh,
1: the colonisers are playing today.
0: If you say so, not, I do not care about that. <laughs> I woke up at eight. Jesus, actually. fair enough, but that's like yeah. that's was, that's proper. Yeah, well done, thank you. I, I appreciate your sacrifice. <laughs> no worries, uh, Priscilla. How you been? Welcome. It's been been a while since you were behind the mic.
1: I know. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Um, I've been all right. I've been all right. Um, it's been hot. You know, mm-hmm. I was suffering African heat. I come back here. I'm suffering this heat.
0: There's no. How breaks. was that?
1: I said, you know what? Having to be forced to speak French, because I don't, you know, I tried to do the whole British thing, but then mm-hmm. that only gets you so far. Uh, in Burundi, Randa, at some point, I'm going to have to speak the language. So I tried to do yeah. it for two days. And then my dad was like, you know what? At some point, yeah, I'm not going to be there in the shops. So you're going to have to speak it because I, I practically will avoid it because I hate speaking it.
0: What's the language? French,
1: I like speaking French. Oh, is like, it like
0: French, French it's not like a French, version of French, 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 French okay. yeah.
1: Because I feel like I my voice goes higher than my normal speaking voice and I don't like the way it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me sound so it makes me sound disgusting. So I did two days yeah and I thought, you know what? These people are not giving me food properly. <laughs> I'm dead. And they're trying to scam me in the market. I need fair prices.
0: <laughs> I mean now I need to hear you speak French at some point. That's just that's not we'll, fi- we'll figure a way for it to happen <laughs> um well i mean you guys have heard Chinedu recently because he was talking on top boy we have three episodes out on that yes. please go check it out um whatever your thoughts were on the season i i feel like they might echo it because just as someone who was editing the episodes everything was like a roller coaster so um i'm sure <laughs> at some point they echoed your own thoughts o- on the season so please check that out we it was changed Emmanuel and Abel for the first two. And then we had Liam over for the third episode, so please check that out. Um, tomorrow, we're going to start our coverage of The Continental, which is a three-episode event series, which is the prequel of John Wick. Um, yeah, that starts in tomorrow. It's three episodes, three weeks. Please check that out. What else? Um, we did Barbie and Heimer. We did a lot of episodes of Barbieheimer. and um, Heimer. There are two episodes with Priscilla. Talking about Barbie and Oppenheimer, there are two episodes... There's three episodes with me. I'm on the Barbie episode. I'm, I did um, Barbenheimer with Ayo, as well. So please check that out if you missed those Barbenheimer episodes. Um, okay. Oh, actually, before we go anywhere, Priscilla, it's been a while. Dune two delayed. How does that? How does that make you feel?
1: <laughs> I'm alright. You know, it's for the good. For the greater <laughs> the good. It's for the greater for the great good. Great good. But it's apparently it's meant to come out in March, which means the tradition mm-hmm. of my favorite films coming out in my birthday month but that's, that's, that's,
0: that's actually a good that's a good move for you i don't actually know the march the date in march if they yeah. i
1: don't care when in march they do it the same way i claimed the batman <laughs> the batman came out on the 5th i claimed it
0: it was my birthday you know what? you're march 10th right march 9th yeah yeah, yeah. oh 9th okay oh yeah because you're, so you're before me before you i should actually bleep that i don't like people knowing exactly birthday. why that's mysterious isn't it <laughs>
1: We actually need to watch June together in the IMAX. This, this could be our birthday trip.
0: Yeah, we need to start finding like just... I guess you was our birthday thing this year because we're, we're, we're covering you We're covering you during, for our birthday. For <laughs> our birthday. Um, okay, sex education. Um, before I go into this first two episodes, we're covering the first two episodes today, guys, and next week, or next episode, we'll be covering basically three to six, and then we'll finish with seven and eight. Before I go into anyway, it, Chinedu, why do you like this show? Why do I like this show? Um, I like British comedy. Fair. i find i find british people
2: hilarious that's number one <laughs> number two i think it's uh it's uh it's a different show from like a lot of the things i watch um it helps just to from top boy it is very, it's very different, different from, from top, top boy, boy. yes it, top it actually <laughs> is very different from top boy <laughs> but uh, they're not the same show at all <laughs> it's very educative it is very like I think there's something for everyone I know a lot of people say that in like quite a few shows but there is something for everyone mm-hmm. in sex education mm-hmm. like it does teach us a lot and obviously every one of us has gone through like like puberty and a lot of the stuff that this show touches on
0: some of us are still going through it we're still trying to figure it out <laughs>
2: I know right I still have acne. <laughs> 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 oh my god uh, uh, oh God! Uh, i have i have jerry's thing next week and i'm begging god for not one pimple to come <laughs> but yeah that's why i love that's why i love sex education like it's just something that's relatable and mm. like yeah just as a teenager i was a bit awkward so it does help like seeing all the awkward teenagers just navigate was, see
0: you now all glued
2: up Please, I'm still awkward yeah. that big. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, that's that's why I love
0: the show. Uh, Priscilla, why do you like sex it's education? Similar
1: reasons. I think it's probably since. I don't know if you guys ever watched the show "Some Girls" on BBC Three. Definitely watch it. Definitely watch it. It's so funny. There's not been a show since "Some Girls" or "Skins" that has captured. The British teen experience, Mm -hmm. the A level sixth form college experience, the way sex education has. I could Mm -hmm. point to five situations in the last two episodes, the first two episodes alone that I've, that's happened
0: in school. I mean, that sounds like a great recurring bit that we should do. I think (laughs) you should do that as we go on. Point to things that happened to you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, but, but I think also because it's, I think they do a good job at trying to represent different experiences. I think sometimes with these shows, mm-hmm. there's a tendency to only focus on one experience yeah. and make it a homogenous experience for yeah. everyone in six form. Whereas if you were trans or if you were gay, if you were Christian or Muslim or non-binary or whatever it is you fit in the middle of the melting pot, some of your experiences weren't showing well. And mm-hmm. so I feel like it's quite, sometimes they don't always hit the mark, but I do like the fact that they've, try to get everyone's experience within it so at least when you watch it like actually you know what i relate to what happens with eric or what's happening with adam or what's happening with otis or Maeve or whoever there's something that everyone can sort of point to to be like mm-hmm. yeah that happened to me before so plus like, it's funny i'm sorry like Shooty Shooty Gaptwa is one of the funniest people to live to walk amongst us in this I earth
0: after watching the first episode, I don't know if they just like, you know what, it's like, okay, you just do what don't. you want. Yeah, just do whatever facial reaction or, or whatever you want to do in this scene. Just yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, you know what, he's so lucky that Doctor Who is coming out after sex ed finishes. Because I don't want Doctor Who, but someone, I can't imagine taking him seriously as the Doctor <laughs> after watching Eric. I was just like... Do you know what? We need to demarcate these no, two it's performances.
1: Possible. It's possible because I loved Eccleston and Tennant's Doctor. Actually, Matt Smith, mm-hmm. forget about them too. Tennant's my favourite. But Matt Smith's Doctor was of a similar funny vibe. If it's mm-hmm. written well.
0: Yeah, but shoot it's not not about Eric being funny. Eric is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: true. It's true. But he's he's a he's a good he's a he's a good stupid though.
0: I prefer yeah, that yeah. stupid. Oh no, yeah, 100 yeah, percent um, okay, so episode 1 is written by series creator Laurie Nunn, and episode 2 is written by Troy Hunter, and both are directed by Dominique Leclerc. I think, before we go into, we're going to start with Otis and Maeve, obviously, but before, I, I realized watching it, I was like, oh, I forgot how low stakes this show could be. Like, I didn't think about this show, obviously, it's been a couple of years since last season came out, I was like, oh, wow, things are always so heightened. Like, I then not I went back to rewatch the finale, and then finale is like... Gene is in hospital. The pregnancy is happening. They're losing their school. Maybe it's going to America. I was like, oh, this shows like a lot of this. But I was like, oh, you know, I forgot that like things could just be low stakes, actually, a lot. And like, it's just the famous couple are, are like having a problem, right? And then Jack said, something goes somewhere that shouldn't go for him and then he's a soprano obviously and then that storyline evolves into something quite serious but like i was like oh i forgot that things could actually just be low stakes and just funny yeah and i guess i guess it feels very much like the start of a season where building blocks have been set for storylines and as as we go on i'm sure things will evolve um okay so let's start with actually any general thoughts on the first episodes before we go brilliant
1: i think sometimes with last seasons of shows they're quite slow, mm. the first couple of episodes, and you're like, like we've watched this so for too long, like just throw me into the mess of it. Whereas with the first five minutes of this, you're reminded, Maeve's in America, Otis is a single dad, because he is a single dad right now. <laughs> <laughs> to <Don't> kill me. <laughs> Jean's got a cabbage protecting her milk dust. Yeah, You've got all these people, like you automatically are thrown into it, which I prefer. Because I'd rather be thrown mm. into it, because it means I'm. I think a lot of criticisms, apart from maybe, like cartoon based shows, like um BoJack and Rick and um, BoJack Horseman is probably the perfect example of it, where they basically didn't stretch out the last season; they threw you straight into it, which meant the ending was satisfying. Whereas with other shows, Mm. I'm not going to list all of them because there's too many of them. Because they've been so long building it up and then the last three episodes, the last two episodes are so rushed, you don't feel Mm. satisfied. Whereas with this one, you're like, bam, crash wallop. This is the situation. It's two, three months. Post everything you've seen. You know the game. If you've And basically telling everyone, if you've not watched all the other seasons before, watch it. You can't watch this Mm. season without knowing everything that's happened, basically. Which I prefer. It means I'm not going to complain, hopefully by the end of
0: the season yeah i mean to your point it feels like the it's a, a season of sex education it doesn't feel like the final season yeah. of sex yeah. Education. yeah it's not like like i mean there's a line where lotus is like it's my final year of college but that just feels normal it's not like oh guys remember we're going to be out of here in five months and then we're going to figure out what we'll do with our lives and then you feel that ticking clock and then well, it just feels like it's just an episode of, it's just a season of sex education mm, and yeah. it's going to happen and maybe they'll go to uni but i'm even looking not even mentioned uni at all um okay so Otis and Maeve oh sorry no I was just gonna say like
2: 100% agree like um other shows Mm. do tend to drag out like the final season and before they take you in but like the first episode I know Otis and Eric they were like oh um we're the cool kids now and I'm just like Mm -hmm. I'm sure something crazy is about to happen and just just as Otis is presenting himself as a sex therapist, oh my god, I could
0: barely. We will get trust me. We will get to. We'll get to that.
2: My second embarrassment.
0: <laughs> I've carved out his section for that. Oh my god! Oh Jesus! Oh wow! Um, but let's start with Otis. So Otis and Maeve, uh, as Priscilla mentioned, Maeve is in America. They're doing long distance. Um, in at this point, like the signature starting sequence that sex addiction always has of his starting sequence that is just outrageous Maeve is quite horny and she sends Otis a nude and um actually I wrote down what Chido sent me he said Otis is a real nigga for not sending <laughs> one back that's a that's a that's like Chinidou's words Chido's words <laughs> first of all I'm being framed because that is cuffed <laughs> <laughs> Every day, where's your every day?
2: You actually make me sick. Oh my god! Someone said it <laughs> Someone said it in.
0: Someone said it.
2: Banky is, Banky um, is using this podcast to
0: just show his inner thoughts. Can I just say? I was thinking about this, but on that point, what did what did three podcasts on sex education? I do apologize for whatever content comes out of this podcast, guys. Like you guys have watched this show. And if we're gonna accurately discuss this show, like I do not know what is gonna come out, so like take whatever it comes. There's an explicit tag, so I was actually
2: thinking the same this morning. I was like,
0: I wonder what journey we're gonna be on as we're covering the show. <laughs> <laughs> I like, anyway, I was gonna say we have Priscilla here to like guide us, but she can't I've recorded with her, she can be just as as wayward. Um it, like let's 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 go on anyway. So yeah, Otis spent 24 hours dithering and doesn't doesn't send one back can I just mention I wrote, the- wrote it down here that like he types it a- he drops a reply that says many thanks really nice breasts and I thought that was hilarious I was like this is so fucking funny I was like that's a hilarious reply <laughs> I wish he sent it oh my God. <sighs> yeah and then eventually we're going to talk about Otis as I said but then eventually he obviously through the help of O he realizes some things about himself he apologizes to Mave. Uh that lasts a few, like, five seconds. And then in the next episode, episode two, he gets jealous about the first nigga that Maeve starts talking to. Um, coincidence? I, I think not. Um, and then that storyline ends with Otis and Maeve taking some space, which, as we all know, is always a good thing. That always ends up well. What do you get thoughts on Otis and Maeve doing, doing long distance? Th- or trying to do long distance?
1: I think... There's nothing wrong with the long distance. I think if it works, I think I'm happy that the pair of them did try to mm. see. But the issue with it is, is that long distance is always better to do once you've dated for a little bit at, at your home base. If True. that makes any sense. They haven't, sense. Really dated, they haven't they? dated. They've always been a will They won't. They will. They, they will not They will. They, will they, won't they won't. They now they are, but then she's away. And the time to de- like, if she was somewhere like, and a time difference is like five hours, like in New York or Connecticut and those sort of places, then it's a lot easier to sort of cope with because it's mm-hmm. not too much of a time difference. It'll be maybe 6 o'clock here, 1 p.m. there, but then she has college. So I think it's not the prime time to be starting a proper romantic relationship between one who was um a commitment phobic in May and who doesn't like... Mm-hmm you know opening up and being vulnerable and otis who's used to helping everyone else and making other people be vulnerable and he's not vulnerable himself but it can
0: emotionally intelligent but still a dick yeah
1: so it can work words. but those are the two people i'd be slightly worried about it happening with because of what they're like um mm-hmm. particularly with otis pertinence for um globalizing small problems you see one boy in a picture with Mae and you've now created a storyline with Maven, that guy, without thinking, hang on a second, let me call her and ask her who this guy is. That's logical. But logic doesn't exist in Otis' head sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. And he just goes to the furthest extreme. But I think the overall issue I have... Oh, well, is- I mean,
0: to be fair to him, he's a 17-year-old boy. and like, He
1: is. But I, I know 30 year
0: olds that do the same thing. They so. do the
1: same thing. But I think Otis' main problem, I will see if it's explored throughout the show, is that he can't quite believe his luck that he's with Maeve and he thinks he's punching. So he's always looking for something to go wrong because he doesn't Mm. believe he truly deserves her. That's his core problem. Until he confronts that problem and that issue, these small things will keep coming up. There's nothing wrong with having a feeling of jealousy. That's a normal emotion. It's how you act on it. So how he spoke to her wasn't great, but he's 17. So I'll give him Mm -hmm. grace. But like, it's not exactly like productive per se if that makes any sense and Maeve I don't think Maeve has done much wrong yeah Maeve is
0: basically blameless in this in this interaction Maeve has been
1: completely blameless I think she's been completely like open and honest with Otis she's been vulnerable with him she's actually trying which is I was actually worried it would be the other way around but Mm. I'm quite happy they did it this way around because it being Maeve being the one who's doubting everything would have been obvious. Like, oh yeah, we've seen her being doubtful about her and mm-hmm. Otis the entire time. So it's actually kind of interesting to do the whole theory that when someone gets what they want, what happens? This is all he wanted.
0: Now yeah. what? Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. to work to keep that thing. So yeah. Mm. Do you know do you have thoughts on the long distance relationship? Um, as someone who is doing British North America. Do you know something so wild? Yeah. I didn't think about it until literally three minutes ago. Like I, I did not. I forgot that you were doing long distance in this almost the same yeah. situation until Priscilla started talking. I was like, "Oh wait, this actually applies to you yeah, as well." Exactly. Um, what I would say is like
2: it's much more different. I think I would just like kind of echo Priscilla's points. It's much more different doing it when you're like in kind of like your early mid twenties than when you're mm-hmm. like seventeen. Like when you're seventeen, there's so much like there's so many different paths your life can go that's that's not saying that at 25 your life can go in so many different parts but the possibilities are a bit more like wide with when you're 17 like you mm-hmm. need you're gonna go to the careers you can even start a career and switch to another career but at like 25 you're kind of fairly like you've kind of built a foundation so like where your plans are going to take you is not that crazy you kind of have like a one or two thoughts of where your partner is going to be in like three years but at mm. 17 anything can happen in the next three years of their lives so it's very hard and I think with long distance you always need to have like you know an idea of when next you'd possibly see because like all of a sudden like Mavis, Mavis, um suddenly thinking about staying back you know, and it's not something wild for a seventeen-year-old to start. Like even me at twenty-five, like I can go there. Twenty-six, sorry, I can go there. <laughs> I can go there and just suddenly like want to stay back. Then, talk us of when you're seventeen, mm. like you want to open your mind up to a lot of like what the world has to offer. So, uh, I would agree with Priscilla in the sense that I want to see how they explore it in terms of like it is punching, but. At the same time, like I'm gonna be kind to a lot of their actions because I do understand what it feels like to be in their position. So, mm. Yeah, just it's it's out of their depth and I it's not even being like harsh, but it's it, it kind of is at seventeen. Ideally, if you're starting to date, you should be dating at home and like dating the person that mm. you know that's close mm-hmm. to you. So
0: Oh, well, I mean, yeah, definitely. And obviously, like at seventeen sorry, as this show shows you like 17 year olds are having a lot of sex and just like you obviously cannot be physically intimate with your partner because they are in another continent Yeah, all those kind of things that must be and it must be it must be so overwhelming i think like because you need i think it's easy to just think about the now when you're physically be a partner but like you said when it's a long distance you need to think about the future you need to think about the bigger picture that must be so overwhelming to a 17 year old who doesn't even know what what you they're going to yeah, them right exactly. now um because if she says she's staying in america you might never see her again like you might literally never see her again for the rest of her rest of your life like so yeah i mean it's been intriguing to see I, i'll be very surprised if they do a season where maybe doesn't come back to the uk yeah like I can't imagine just shooting an entire season with, with uh, Maeve just in a different country. Yeah. But, so, but I'm trying to see how they develop that story. Um, speaking of Maeve, she's in a writing... Is Maeve... What? Is this a university? It's not a university, right? I think it is. <laughs> I, I
1: don't... It? I think it is.
0: So, so, so did she get like early admit? This, this is the thing about sex education, right? And it could be a good thing about it depending on how you look at it. It's a very anachronistic, amorphous show where like it's British, yes, but the school feels American right more deal if it was american they have iphones but they also drive cars and dress like they're in the 70s and they go for farming internships like it's very i think i think it's intentional i think so that it doesn't feel like contribute to one section and anyone can feel like they're part of that so it's like it was one of those shows i'm like okay i I don't understand are they in it's like it's maybe in university so she did early admission Like so, it's not like okay. Well, I mean, so because she left in the middle of the school. Anyway, let's not think too hard about it. Um, I do like that about the show though, because
2: it takes you to a different place. Like even on top of obviously relating to the teenagers, it makes
0: you feel like you're in a different, Mm -hmm. like, just universe,
2: which I do enjoy.
0: Oh yeah, no, I'm just agree with you. Like it doesn't, because of that, you don't feel like it's happening in 2023, London, and it's it's easier to lose yourself. I definitely agree. I think. I think is I think is a conscious decision from from the creators. Um, okay, so maybe it's in a writing class taught by Emmy Winner Dan Levy. Um, after some f- tough feedback from Emmy Winner Dan Levy, she decides to write about her Trailer Park roots instead of whatever um, story she's writing about the Bronte sisters. Um, she later returns some tough love um, criticism to Emmy Winner Dan Levy after he's rejected from the New Yorker, and then she asks him to read his her chapter in which I feel like that not, that not I feel like that's not gonna end well. I feel like there was some I mean it's just me. I read some like anger and animosity from from Dan Levy's character. I feel like that might not Actually, maybe she said I think I have a chance of getting the internship. I was like oh babes I don't think you have a chance of getting it. I think once you once a character says something like that i like mm, you probably don't then uh what do you guys think of this relationship this um yeah Mave storyline with the writer Writing teacher. She's found someone similar to her. Mm.
1: Like, I think they will butt heads because of how similar the pair of them are. But hopefully, hopefully this... Because I want Maeve to have a good experience in school and in an mm-hmm. education environment. And hopefully this is the teacher, the person to bring it out of her. Because I think there's always... I don't know how you guys felt at school, but you know, when there's a teacher who you actually personally relate to and they get you, I think they will butt heads, but I think there will be somewhat, and I completely understand why. I think Maeve was right in terms of talking to him the way she spoke to him saying like, you're like, when he did say he liked the fact that he said, she said his first book was better. Mm-hmm. The last of the book you've just released is a bunch of crap. Like, I'm not going to come here and, you know, try to, you know, come in like basically like be a beg and mm. say like I loved your recent thing but then he also gave her a harsh truth and tell her you know be real about what you're mm-hmm. writing don't write what mm-hmm. you think you want me to read write what you want to write like mm-hmm. talk about something real so I think it's going to be something that they're going to butt heads a lot but I think Maeve will probably learn more about herself in this education environment which is what she needs at this age more than she would have if she stayed at the college because I think she needed someone to challenge her a little bit because I felt like it. Eh, she was always the smartest girl there mm-hmm. when you're no longer the smartest person in the room like especially in university if you're like the smartest kid in sixth or class and you go to study medicine and in oxford now you're not the smartest person in that room there are 20 other people mm-hmm. just as smart or smarter than you so i think Maeve needed to be challenged in the way she's been challenged now and she probably wrote her best work because of that confrontation who cares about the Bronte sisters? Is that what you truly care about? Probably, mm. but not what you really care about. Like, be real well and honest. So, yeah, I feel was quite good. Plus, I, I, I'm holding my hands up. I love Maeve. Yeah. I love her. Um, I think she's probably one of the most interesting characters on the show. She feels the most 17, because when you're 17, you feel like you know everything, you know everyone. I can talk back at you because I know exactly what it's like. Mm. But at the same time, you kind of need someone to come in. But I don't think she, she it's not a a fault of her, because I think there is a good thing about being so assured of yourself and knowing what you Mm. want, but then sometimes you kind of need a scaffolding of someone coming in and be like, you know so many things, but this is another bit you don't know. Or here's a different perspective or something you know about that could maybe either change your mind about what you do know, or maybe... um. Make you more firm in your own belief with more added information, if that makes any yeah. sense. So yeah, I, I actually did like the their
0: interactions. I'm hopeful that you're right that like it will eventually end in a good place. I think that's a good that's where the story might go, but I definitely think it will go through some some rocky rocky patches before before it gets there. Uh, before we go to Otis, do so you have any final thoughts on mave You want to share uh, on Mave's storyline? No, I think Priscilla
2: Pris- has pretty much said it all. To be honest. Um... I do think the next couple of episodes is going to be hard for her, in terms of like that relationship. Mm. He's going to give her. Yeah, I do agree with you, Banky. That that that's, um, the demeanor he had when he said a lot of hearts, huh? I yeah, it was not. It was, <laughs> I was like, hmm. I just know that feedback he's gonna give is gonna be. <laughs> I look. you know, when you go to ask your <laughs> why did you give me nine <laughs> instead of seventy? And then he just come to you with a lot of, like, stories. I feel like that's what he's just about to say to her. Like
0: I was like, you asked her, because she was, she was kissing your ass, and then you asked her, to be, to be honest. And then, you know, you're, yeah, I was like, this is, not, I do not like the, the way he said that. Um, okay, so Otis, as we've mentioned at points already, they're all starting a new school. Uh, most of our, our gang from Moordale are now at um, Cavendish College. And Otis wants to set up his sex clinic, but we realize that there's a similar one run by O, which I'm sure we'll touch on Ugh. as the season goes on because they are gonna have an election to see who who becomes the um school sex. Th- <laughs> Cheirou, we went to school in Nigeria. Let me let me actually just stop here. Can you imagine there being a sex there? And the principal approving the election for there to be one. <laughs>
2: Oh. oh my god it
0: sounds like must be nice it must be actually very nice it must be nice um okay um yeah so in an effort to let people know about his clinic Otis does a presentation which leads to I think the, I wrote to hear that the greatest and most obvious piece of cringe comedy like the moment he connects to the I'm like this is what is going to happen and we can all—it's like a car crash that we can see happening in slow motion. We can all see that's going to happen, and it doesn't—it's it, somehow much worse than I ever expected. Like I sort of think that maybe I didn't think the show would actually show it. Let me show—they'll show everyone's react. You know what? Let me just clear out for you guys. What do? You, let me start with you because you mentioned it earlier. What are your thoughts on this whole scene, this sequence? Priscilla is a United fan, so she will you know this reference. But I don't know if football
2: fans—you know that that meme of Mark Goldbridge just hiding behind the chair. <sighs> You know, I, was what's going on. I was just so terrified oh my god you know
0: yeah uh, i was thinking if it's me i don't think i can't go back to school the next day i just i can't how do, i come out do you
2: guys do you guys wonder if it's worse that they were feeling sorry for him like yes at least maybe just bully me
1: yes yes like <laughs> I don't know what's worse. <laughs> the incident, the reactions, Cal saying to Otis, I got off to your nude, but I'm not attracted to you. It was a terrible picture. Eric pulling him aside and saying, why did you take it like that? Like...
2: Yeah. He <laughs> said he continue? was a
0: natural light. I was like, okay, fuck, he's No, but
2: wait, let him cook, though. Let him cook. Let him cook.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. It, there's nothing cooking. there's Actually, no water do you know what the boiling. funniest
0: line? Sorry, sorry to interrupt. the funniest line there? Where he was like, hard just seemed aggressive. And I was like, <laughs> fair. <laughs> I was like, fair. I don't understand. Do you know what?
1: Like, <laughs> it made me love him more.
0: <laughs> I, I, was like, I was like, I could just come to you. I'm
2: sorry, coming. but I feel like that is actually also so relatable as a teenager. Like I can just, I, don't oh. know if I like, just obviously talking to your girlfriend and mm. she, like, as a, this is one of your first real experiences of a relationship and yeah. suddenly there's a nude from nowhere and you're like, oh shit, how do I reply to this? Like, I've never been here before. Like what do you <laughs> say to this? So... I do like I do completely understand, but, but oh my god, I I was I want to vomit watching the slow that like the crash in slow mo, like you said, Banky, like uh, when I saw send uh, media failed oh, no. not send. Yeah, yeah. Person, yeah,
0: yeah yeah I was just
2: like oh no, and then that happened. Like, just I was like stop trying to swipe, just leave it. Even before know? that, like him just saying. I, w- I love talking about sex because of my mom.
0: <laughs>
2: that was just, that was, just...
1: that was very Freudian. That was very Freudian.
0: Actually, so I'm going to take a detour. You guys might have not heard when AO and TMT were here, they accused me of not being able to talk about any other TV show without, without talking about succession. And I apologize that I'm not going to read succession now. But, but like, it just. Are you,
1: are you talking about the, 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 the. the... So yeah. this
0: sequence and the Roman sequence. Oh. Like, are you a sicko? When, when Logan sees romantic. sorry that is, is worth that is one of the
2: funniest shit I've ever watched you know in my what? life oh Romans my god Roman's
1: one was more funny yes I don't like I don't like Roman's a terrible human being
2: Otis is a good boy oh my god Brian Cox is so
0: <laughs> just good man why oh, did you deliver you know that him so well Yes, like, I just I just thought about this right now. Is the way he even looks at as it. Uh, sorry, to talk about success, But it's the way he and looks when at And he shook like, his Robert. head as well. <laughs> like, but even before that, he looks at Roman and just walks. over like, I'm gonna need five minutes. You know, like generally he's an abusive
2: dad, but I could so relate. Like you could tell he was tired of his shit. Like, because you know what, I did it for
1: oh any pity
2: for Roman. I
1: hee heed. I ha hard. I wanted get to the embarrassment to continue. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a, that's a doable embarrassment I can watch. Otis is uh-huh. one. It felt like I was watching my son have it Otis was bad. Like that's embarrassing because at least it was just his dad.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. true. This is
1: yours. You're gonna be known as Flaccid Penis Boy your new school
2: your new school, your new like, new school. Day. What what's an impression and you know what,
1: yeah for all the liberal yada 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 stuff they were doing this Kumbaya stuff you guys were bullying him
0: but they, though, they were they do they were just let's just wasn't, to say facts no, they felt sorry for him no, they no, 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 bullied no. Him.
1: that I'm sorry yeah how can you can't come to just, just let's pretend we all didn't see it <laughs> uh,
0: well now nah, that's asking too much that's yeah. asking way too way too... this is the F- best 17 thing I've been in school in years
2: <laughs> yes. I'm not giving nothing them more. Important
0: happened in this school in a l- very long time. They can't just reach out like oh, they can't just act like they didn't see it. <laughs> no, they
1: need to Stevie Wonder. That man. Uh, let's pretend we didn't see it. Oh, let's, my, let's let's oh mean, my
0: God! What is secret? Let's have t-
1: let's have some decorum. It was it. You know what the worst thing is? It was the way Eric chastised him in that separate room, and Eric was making me laugh. I was like, oh this really? is making it so much. Well, can you imagine your best friend is judging? is giving you a rating, a come down with me rating of your nude. <laughs> and do you know what makes it worse? Like, Eric will probably know more about what nude someone wants to receive. So it stings yeah, yeah, more. Yeah. yeah coming yeah, yeah. from like, mate, like I'm into that and even I'm not into that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: Like, I actually felt so bad for Rat. Oh, you know?
2: It's
1: a cold world man. It's a cold world. You
0: know the BJ Novak um meme gift from the office where he's taking notes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i was i was i was i have to I have to, I have, to I have to learn
2: you said said i need you to be coming through with the receipts please
0: <laughs> well you literally said it on this episode that this is teaches us and i agree with you but i'm saying it was teaching me i was learning <laughs> okay. i was learning um okay. i was learning proper dick pick pic etiquette um okay <laughs> right it's first episode let's let's calm down let's calm down let me not let me not share my my inner anxieties and worries uh but yeah somehow um otis manages to bounce back he gives carl some very good advice he gives oh i didn't tell you this about priscilla we're gonna have as a surprise we're gonna have a therapy corner before we finish the episode where you are going to criticize otis's therapy, Both skills. therapy <laughs> advice and therapy delivery it's funny because we've done three we've done three shows this year right you rain dogs and and sex Ed. and somehow like i don't know if it's i don't know if the egg which came first the egg or the chicken but like your your occupation your therapy skills have come into play in all three all three shows so mm. yeah you're gonna you're gonna crit- as a professional you're gonna or ex-professional since now you're you're to go back to school you're going to criticize otis's therapy delivery skills and his advice but that okay. was towards the end of the of the episode okay so he gives carl some advice he gives Jack some advice and then he gives um abby and boyfriend? roman yeah and roman some advice which then gets most of the school on his side um which you mentioned that he gets the idea from ruby um and then now him and oh are in a debate No, sorry not debates are in an election for who would become the school's <laughs> the school sex sex therapist oh, um I think we can. I feel like we've we've covered Otis, like or uh, anything we want to touch on before we move on to the rest of the characters. No,
1: I think we covered
0: no, it. Yeah, Otis. Yeah, his his coup grass was that that sequence with the projector. Um, I forgot to mention this earlier. Before we go to all the other characters, the thing I really like about this show, and I think it's partly British, I think it's partly teenage, is just a, how it shows that everyone is sad. Like everybody in their life is just sad. Mm. It could be Mister Groff. It could oh, be... Man, it could be. Feel sorry for him. It could be Adam's mom. Like, it could be the... T- like, you could be 17, you could be 30, you could be 50. Everyone in life is just sad. And I, I I think that's what I actually just really like about the show. Just like, everyone is sad and everyone is trying to figure it out and no one knows it. And, um yeah. And I, I remember I remember that point because this is later my notes. I'm going do it now. When um Ruby and Mr. Groff are having lunch in the toilet right there's like a 17 year old and a 50 year old can i just say that nothing in life ever nothing could ever happen that would make me have lunch in a toilet bro it's like just it's impossible it's one of those things that just not it's, it's just not possible like i don't, I don't know what to say to you guys it's just never and people do your shows and movies it's just impossible i don't know what to say to you. bro bro i i couldn't believe it like
2: you're why are you like why and then someone came to do number two right beside Ah, jeez. You know what? I'll just yeah. let Priscilla talk.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't spend, we don't spend time on that. We don't spend time on that. Just, I was like, this could never happen. But, but the thing about that was just like, was like yeah, I was like, everyone is sad. You have Principal Gruff, who used to be this mean teacher bully, 50 year old man. And you have this 17 year old girl who used to be famous and popular and a bully as well. And now they're just both side, like, as long as long along with everyone else who is just side in the world. So I was like, yeah, this show is just like saying that no matter who you are, no matter how people present exteriorly they just everybody's just sad i'm trying to figure it out underneath which is why i really like the show um gene is trying to get back to work while struggling with joy who we as is confirmed in this episode is not um geez what's what's his name
2: uh, i've forgotten his name
0: Jacob. Jacob. is not Jacob's. not Jakob's daughter um her sister comes out to help uh eric is making fast friends with the cool guys at school he's also taking baptism classes so let me me stop here for a second please correct me if i'm wrong but i wrote this down while watching the show so this show like we've mentioned is very very has always been very inclusive there have been a lot of lgbtqia plus identifying people in at Mordale on the show but i don't feel like eric has never had a community Am I, am I wrong in remembering that? No, you're right. He hasn't, no. right?
1: No, the only, the closest mm. we got to it was when he was in Nigeria and he went to the gay club mm-hmm. with that guy who we cheated yeah. on Adam with. That's the closest yeah. we ever got to it.
0: So this is, so for, for Eric, this is the first time that he's having a community at sc- actually anywhere, but especially at school. And he has a community with similar people that are not just, it's not just his friends, Otis and Maeve. And, Obviously, it helps that now one of those people is a Christian, which is something that Eric shares as well. And also, they are the popular people at school. Like, his community is it's weird. It's like going from being the outcast, not for who you are, but just for who you are. Like, not for being gay, but yeah, because, yeah. Of, because you're Eric F. Young. And then now, the popular people are the leaders of your community and they want you in. So just like, I was like, oh, this makes sense. Because like obviously now, as we're seeing that Eric is becoming friends with them, He's hanging out with them without Otis. We haven't really seen that friction. I do if the show will go in that direction. We haven't seen that friction yet. But it was interesting that like Eric is now having a community at school of similar people, people going through the same thing he's going through. Uh, but yeah, I was, what do you guys think of Eric's newfound community and just the friendship and kinship that he's, he's get gathering?
1: I love, I've been wanting this. It's been my main complaint for the entire show is that he's not a community because the experience of being gay and black Mm. in a school like that and it's really not like i would say the best relationship on the show hands down from the start to the end to the potential end has been eric and otis the chemistry between Mm. the two actors you can tell they're actually friends in real life Mm -hmm. they have the most heartfelt relationship there's a genuine love between the pair of them which i find so sincere like they love they truly love each other and i've always love that relationship but i always feel like eric needed his his village his crowd his mm. community because i feel like we've seen more like we i know eric more from obviously what he's like with otis when he's around otis and Maeve. that's him at his his most affluent best because yeah. with this community you can tell he's he can be himself that there's something about seeing someone who's of a similar path to you who's similar to you and you don't have to explain things about yourself to that because they just get it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like you don't have to be like having to hide elements of yourself to this person because that person will completely understand without a doubt what it is do you know what i mean and i think cows also experiencing the same thing for themselves as well because like before they were the outcast and they felt like they were completely othered whereas in this now new college they're now one of many and that feeling especially if you've been a like obviously I'm cisgendered and I'm a woman so there's an element I'm never gonna ever experience that but I can imagine how it must feel to be of a minority group and then now feel like oh hang on a second everyone around me is similar to me and there's a safety in that there's a safety in numbers in that like of course there's elements where people can still harm you and hurt you but I'm around people who are all like me Mm -hmm. and Eric will probably flourish more in this environment than he ever has before, which then makes me Mm -hmm. feel bad because I'm like, he could have had this the entire time. And this is when I kind of look at the writers because I'm like, you know, you have a wonderful show and you do great work in terms of some representation. I'm not going to speak to the community because they can argue whether or not it's accurate or not and if it's good or not. But at the same time, like, why did it take you this long to give him this? It doesn't have to be in the same way in terms of the school. Even if it's like Mm -hmm. you had a friend Who was of the same community? Even if you made him and Cal former friends, I mean, like you could have done this the entire time.
0: Well, I guess I don't know. The fear would there be like, are you making them friends because they are both in the same community?
1: Not really, because there's a way of doing it. Do you know what I mean? The same way that. Cal and jackson formed their relationship obviously because you know Cal- jackson was black Cal was black and mm-hmm. you know she they, they felt kinship with each other And then obviously that blossomed into something else there's a way of doing that having that relationship and forming that like they did it perfectly in nigeria when he made friends with that other gay guy and then he cheated yeah. on adam with him do you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i feel like the one character they've mistreated was eric i do not that's know fair. why they paired him with adam that's ridiculous i don't like the narrative regardless of sexuality yeah
2: same too. that the
1: person getting with someone who but i Adam bullied him you were never gonna make me ever feel sorry for adam for because of the way he bullied Eric was disgusting. If Eric, then well, you never
0: feel sorry for Adam, as an excluding Eric's situation, like even like no, in his exclude, home store. No,
1: I'm talking about the, the specific situation of it. Oh, okay, just Eric. Okay, I Eric, okay, yeah, yeah. pitied him. Everything else, yeah, yeah, of course, I feel sorry for him because he mm-hmm. was not treated right by his parents. His mum realized too late and is making him His dad is realizing mm. too late and he's trying to make so. You just meant now. with this Eric relationship, yeah, yeah, that's this great, Eric that's relationship. I never felt. They ever got Eric right, apart from when he was with Otis in that relationship. Like he was almost mm-hmm. like a foil for Otis. Uh mm-hmm. huh. So I'm watching this season. Like I've been wanting this the entire time. This could have been him for years, but obviously I think shoot had an interview and he said that he had more of a say in what happened with Eric this year. And you can tell, you can tell from That's watching fair. the show, you can really feel like okay, this has a touch of someone who has been had more involvement in the writers' room. In regards to what happens to their character. And I'm happy it's happened. But I'm not happy that it's taken this long. For us to get here. If that makes any sense. Considering how much of a main character. Eric is on the show.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah.
2: No I mean. From what Priscilla said. It's just the same. Like you could tell the joy he had. When he discovered that Abby was Christian. Mm-hmm. You know like. It can kind of be heavy. Like obviously Eric loves otis but it can be heavy just having one person to open up to Mm like all your experiences and stuff so now he doesn't even need to lie about church like that's a big thing for him because i don't think the show has showed us that he doesn't believe in god it's just he doesn't feel accepted within that community
0: Mm -hmm. and
2: just having you know the fact that he can still be a gay Christian and talk about those experiences with someone else. I think it's pretty, pretty um, important and major for him. Um So, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing how they explore their relationship moving forward. And I also think, I know you mentioned earlier, Banky, about not knowing if the show goes in that direction of seeing, like, if Eric and Otis maybe have, like, a disagreement, not disagreement, mm-hmm. but... They spend less time less time with each other, and then that becomes an issue. But I think would see would probably see maybe Otis learning a bit more that Eric needs the importance of a community as well. Yeah, I I hope we see that. um, That's what I
0: mean. Otis, like most main characters in an ensemble show, is selfish, right? Yeah, and it's that the good thing is that then can. The other characters call him out on that. Um, Maeve calls him out on, like, personal emotionally emotional intelligence, you obviously. Um, he's still, he's like, he's not a bad person, but, like, you also, you have blind spots that you're not looking for your own self, which is obviously interesting because then O gives him advice that that, um, that helps him. But, yeah, I mean, the Eric thing was just, it was very striking. And, yeah, I, I agree with, with your point. And I was just like, oh, yeah, now he actually has a community and it's interesting to that, see how that goes. That being said, Everyone in this group is bad at school, right? Like, every they're, they're all like. I'm just like, do you guys actually even do any school? No,
1: work? no, no. What? what um, oh, her name's gone up my head.
0: Um, um, Jackson's best friend, um, or the Sanya. I
1: can't
0: remember her first name. Is it not Viv? Viv, yes. Viv. She's the. Her and me are the only ones good at school. At like, no one else is good at. I'm sorry. I a bit just... too good
2: at school, though. Imagine having your <laughs> crush ask you out for a study date, like...
1: She's actually not a serious candidate.
0: Bro. How about you say say she's a bit too good at...
1: No, no, she's a a bit much. Have a bit of character, have a bit of personality. I actually thought she was.
0: That
2: that actually took me by surprise. Like, I thought she was going to say yes. Like, she would just be gassed and
0: say yes.
1: No, because, do you know what, right? I love school as much as the next person you know me, like, you know... First, you know, first, you know, first daughter. She went back to
0: school in her mid twenties. Well, you asking <laughs> him why?
1: Like oldest daughter African syndrome. You know what I mean? Oldest African daughter syndrome. But you got. I feel like Jackson's thinking what he said to her in season two was so spot on. Like she, like actually have a life. Your life should not revolve mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. school. Like, she's so funny and kind and sensitive and she's got all these great qualities about her. Have some fun. If she didn't want to go on a study date with the boy, I would be completely for it, but you knew she wanted to go. Hmm. Why are you not going? Is the grade going to run away from you? Clearly, you, you, you and that, you and those study books are like this and you can't get to take all the information <laughs> yeah. out. You
0: guys are making, you can't make it seem like this is far-fetched. Like, I know we need lots of, some, no, like this in it's, school. It's not like,
1: far-fetched. This is very, no. This is very realistic, which is why it's pissing me off. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, like it, it's very like because it's very. Those a, people, a brand. those people is,
1: go to university, people, they
0: and don't they know how don't have, to have, have fun.
1: they don't know how to have fun because doesn't. Yeah, there's an, you, there's nothing wrong with studying because what happens? I remember meeting so many people like this in uni, and I'm like let loose a little bit, have mm. a little bit of fun. Well,
0: that? I guess that's the good thing. She has Jackson in her life who is pushing on her, and like let's not. She ends the second episode by going to talk to him. And they're probably going to do on some studies or whatever. So, like, I guess that's the thing of, like, if Jackson helps her become a lot more, a lot more what he can free and lose. Um, while we're on that, we just talk about Jackson. Quickly. Oh, my man. So, my man,
1: my man, my man, my man, my
0: um, man, my man, my man. I think run this, so As in this, the yeah. actor,
1: not the 17-year-old child on this show. I'm prefacing. <laughs>
0: I'm going, to, I'm going to bleep that part out and just leave you saying call the <laughs> 17 Anyway, no. Uh, um, so we'll talk about his advice, obviously, later, or his dilemma later on we'll go to Therapy Corner. But the biggest development from his storyline is that he finds a lump along with some ominous sounding music that follow his scenes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't seen that episode, so I should just... I don't know I don't know if I want to watch I don't know if I want to watch a cancer storyline I'm yeah, sorry I was, I was like I don't know if I actually want to I'm watch I, really I understand like it's important but i just like I don't want to watch this bro. I don't want to see it.
1: I'm really hoping it's not but prostate Cancer is something that's really really yeah. important yeah, yeah. to talk about 100% 100% percent. so um, I, to be I fair I think,
2: think you can still deliver what you want to do without actually having
0: like the storyline and so yeah I hope they don't go all in I hope they like it's nothing, but like he does what he needs to do. He to still check does the check, yeah. Need to check, yeah. I, I don't. I, I mean, I don't think they're gonna do. He's not gonna do a chemo story, like, definitely. No, no, no. Yeah. I
1: think it's probably a thing of the fact that the girl said, "I felt something there. You need to go and get checked out." Mm-hmm. He then then goes and gets it checked out.
0: And well, no, he goes to Otis. To he goes get, to kind Otis. Of get that it's nothing. And Otis yeah. Is like, yeah, but you should probably still get checked. Kind of like out. Get it checked. Yeah. I think
1: that's a good because. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to do PSA, PSA, and I don't care if whoever listens to me listens to me. Please guys, check. Men and mm-hmm. women, check. Women, your boobs, men boobs as well, your breast tissue as well, because it can happen to you. Like, men can have breast cancer. And men, check your balls, man, because it's, breast cancer is probably one of the one cancers most people want to have, because the success, the, mm-hmm. um, the rate of you surviving is so high.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So please check, honestly, because it's not worth it, you delaying something, because I know guys, what they're like, like going to the doctors and go to the GPs, but as soon as you start to clock anything weird about you, do what Jackson did after a lot of corralling and go, Mm. and go, there's no point of you wasting time. I'm happy they really did that because I think a lot of teenage boys would have avoided that. Actually, a lot of teenage boys would have not done what Jackson did, which was ask Otis yeah for advice true Both boys would have kept them to themselves
0: i w- i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah. i would have yeah. just like whatever going to fix itself
1: yeah i can't come and kill myself for it
0: <laughs> yeah, i'm just like to it's fix itself um okay so quickly let's just run through everybody else i don't want to i don't want to spend too long here amy and isaac are becoming art friends um i don't know isaac still i hate him moves around with a with a sense of eh, in, self-importance in i don't know if, I feel like he's gonna try something with Amy, and I don't know. We'll see what happens in the future episodes. But it still just feels a bit. I don't smile when I see him on screen. Let's put I'm it not that. really like, interested
2: in their friendship. No. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Carl and Aisha are gonna be the black love of the season. It seems. Come on, black
1: love. Uh,
0: what else? What else happened? Adam is starting a farming internship. We mentioned that. I'm sure we'll talk more about Adam as we, as we go on. We didn't really get to see much of what um, Barbie star Connor Swindles is good at in, in this first <laughs> two episodes. Um, when they're doing the sex ed dinners or reunions or whatever, do you think Asa Butterfield like? So where was my invite? Why do, why wasn't I at the at the Barbie you know Barbie what? auditions?
1: I am surprised he wasn't asked to do Alan because he would have been he's a good Alan.
0: I think I think it's too young
1: because I think he would have been brilliant. But the thing is, yeah, Asa Butterfield has the Spiderwick Chronicles and the Boy in Strap Pyjamas. What's that? You know, remember the film The Boy in Shrek Pyjamas?
0: No. No. I've never You've heard never seen that. it? No. Oh,
1: that's not a film I'd highly advise people to watch. It's very sad. Oh, okay, It's babe. very sad, but he was <laughs> in it. He was in it as a child. It's one of the best okay. performances by a child I've ever seen in a film. Asa has got that in his repertoire. He can do whatever he wants for me. <laughs> <laughs> None of very them have cool. topped that.
0: None of them. Um... Yeah, so where that's okay, yeah. Um so Jackson done that, Adam, done. I think we that's kind of I don't think we missed anyone else. no I think that's everyone actually Okay, so let's go to therapy corner as we wrap up. Um so like I said, your job is just to evaluate the advice and also just evaluate like his delivery of his advice. Because I Asa Botovit might be the best actor on television. Yeah. Sometimes when he just turns his his volume on I'm like, this is this feels like I don't know. It just, it's very good the way he's, he delivers this thing. It feels real. It feels legit. It he feels like it's proper. very person. good.
1: Very, for, for a 17 yeah. year old boy to be that mm-hmm. talented at delivering advice, therapy, like providing therapy is one of the toughest parts in yeah, working mental health. It's yeah. not easy. Um, because the tone of voice you delivering a message to someone can destroy or make that person. It's one, of the, it's one of the hardest things. His advice to Cal was perfect
0: yeah so he, let's start with that so yeah versus carl about their uh, sex drive and like the new hormones and everything what were your thoughts on that
1: perfect i would not change anything what he did really right was asked allowed carl to express themselves mm-hmm. about what they were experiencing what they were feeling what was going on and then provided the offer perspective of that current theme they're feeling and then validated and said you know what this happened to me like when you're a mm. teenage boy that happens And sort of made Cal view it in a different lens, but then also told Cal at the same time, if there's something that is bothering you, go and seek help about it as well. So also signposted her to somewhere else where she they can get further support. So I thought I was listening to the the advice was giving Cal, and I thought this is very good. I would have said the exact same thing bar for bar Mm. with what with what he said to Cal. There was one thing I would have changed. I think. The, the money like the way he hit the nail on the head was when he told um kyle that when you're a teenage boy that's what happens so mm. celebrate that feeling rather than making it seem like something seedy because there's a tendency people tend to do with um masturbation generally is there's an element of shame behind it especially mm-hmm. because kyle has been living life in a body that they don't consider their own which is within a woman's body especially when you're socialized as a girl there's an element of shame behind masturbation comparison to boys and masturbation so it's getting cow to unlearn that shame and celebrating it and then you journey into whatever person they want to be now that when otis said that i was like yes that's exactly what you needed to say to them to get them to feel like okay like i shouldn't be ashamed of this anymore it's okay Mm -hmm. that i'm having it and it's very normal what 17 18 regardless of whatever gender you identify with to feel like that because puberty is at its peak then and your hormones are all haywire so your sex drive is going to be either through the roof or it's going to be completely hmm. low and you don't want to do anything at all so yeah pool is perfect i'm so i'm so proud i'm so proud of otis for looking at you
0: um, Good okay otis's advice to jackson about taking a cheeky finger up the bum
1: perfect i perfect i think <laughs> that because that advice
0: you didn't just kill me <laughs>
2: Jini, do, you need to grow up 26. Wait, 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 What did I do?
0: I just wanted oh to bully my you. God. Oh my, God. my kid just said...
2: My kid was just it's laughing. That's why I was
0: laughing. I know, I wanted to bully you. It's not what you did. She put a cheeky finger up his bum. Uh...
1: Why did you have to say it like that, man?
0: I love the way Jackson was like, so far, so quiet, like a ninja. Like uh okay, yeah, no, sorry, continue the advice, yeah. Sorry.
1: No, but no, it was good advice. I think Jackson, bless him. Um, because he's having questions about his own sexuality, mm-hmm. anything that will then open that dialogue conversation would cause him to panic. Mm. So I think Ota did a good thing i said
0: like But also a... weirdly, if I talk about Jackson, not panic in like not in a negative way.
1: Not in a negative panic.
0: He kind of wants it because it, it gives me a reason to go back to Carl. To Kyle, like, yeah. he kind of wants that to be the truth yeah, which is which is weird it's r- not weird as in like bad but well, weird as in rare it's different from yeah. what you'd expect a character like yeah, that yeah because I think yeah.
1: Jackson but you have to remember Jackson did grow up with two lesbian two, mums yeah. so sure, he, sure. Actually, But then some, some kids some kids could actually have two lesbian mums and then have a completely you know homophobic perspective of life but in Jackson's uh-huh. case it isn't so I think because of his current wanting to go back to Cal he's looking at any small sign like oh i like mm-hmm. it at the bum that means i can go back to cal because that was yeah, the whole yeah. argument cal and him had which is that we love each other we want to be together but you cannot cope with the idea of me not being what you've envisioned for yourself um,
0: yeah mm-hmm. um
1: so i think the advice he gave him was fine like the juice spot for men is there otis was right so there's that's going to get you off if that gets you off that's what people say great yeah. do you know what i mean doesn't necessarily mean you like having anal sex, but then if you, if you did like anal sex, that's also not a problem. So
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Otis's advice to Roman re- regarding going back to the basics.
1: That was probably, I was watching to see what he'll say to Roman. Cause this, mm-hmm. he, what, how he said what he said go very right or very wrong. He did a very good job at letting Roman talk everything out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And what he did well sometimes in therapy, when you're doing when you're brain therapy to someone, sometimes you have to take it outside of the room. You've got to let them do an activity they like doing. Sometimes, like if someone likes cooking, I'll talk to them in the kitchen by themselves. And we'll just talk and we'll make sure no one comes into the kitchen. And that will be an easier way for them to talk about what's happening rather than to sit in front of me and getting them to talk. Mm. by Otis okay. talking to him or um, talking to them in that in the gym, and as they were working out and they were talking, they, they felt more open because they were in an environment they were more comfortable in, which mm-hmm. then allowed them to open up more. In comparison to if Otis said, "Me, me in the room is sitting in front of me," Roman was never going to open up. You've got to meet them as soon as you get a, a space, a time, or a space when the when you when the two things meet and you're like, "Okay, I can actually talk to this person one on one and get them to open up." You've got to do it in that space. And mm-hmm. Otis did it in a way that was still sensitive towards Roman's feelings and not overbearing them by telling them, you have to tell me these things, but allowing Roman to open up. And Roman could tell her, oh, like, this isn't, it's much of a big deal. and He's not forcing me to talk. So he, then he, then they kept talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was good advice. He had, they had to go back to the basics. They had to go back to the reasons. When you're in a situation where it's external factors impacting your relationship, you've got to go back to the very roots of why are we together in the first place. Because it's mm. easy to let pressures get to you, but then if it's nothing to do the two of you, just be like, okay, what did we like doing before? Let's just keep doing those things. Because sometimes in relationships, you lose your intimacy sometimes, and sometimes it could be because you don't feel that way about towards each other anymore. Sometimes life just gets in a way, and in all those situations, what I used to tell my patients was, just go back to the very roots of it. Small like physical affection, hugging and kissing each other, and... You know, spending time with one another, build up the intimacy again, because intimacy can always be rebuilt. Chemistry can always be rebuilt. As long as the two of you want to work on it, which is what happened with Abby and Roman, then everything's fine. So yeah, I think they gave them perfect advice. And by speaking to Roman first and not Abby, obviously it worked out weirdly that Roman was in the gym at the time, but by speaking with Roman first, it basically allowed Abby to then feel like they can then talk about it. Because mm-hmm. the issue they were having was that Roman was not expressing himself, themselves. Yeah. But if Roman is expressing themselves, they feel like, okay, like, Roman talked, so, okay, let me be honest now. So, yeah, I just did. I was very impressed. He hit a home run, okay. 3 out of 3.
0: That was therapy corner, guys. Um, This was this was fun. This was a fun show. Um, this was a fun episode. Um, do we ever do Ted Lasso together? No, we didn't, actually. So, is this the first time you and I record, uh, recorded recording. We recorded so, but that was like two years ago. Oh, that was so long ago! Jesus Christ, why well, are we that. always that on
2: this, on this, on these type of pods? Pod. <laughs> Asking the deep questions. <laughs> yes. I would just like to say my final, my final addition would be: if my girlfriend was in North America and she told me she was hanging out with a man named Tyrone, I would also do the same, please.
0: I was going to say they couldn't have picked a blacker. A black American,
2: name. they went for Ty- Tyrone. Tyrone, I'm... of course, I'm checking his Insta. What's he up to? Please, well, come on. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Tyrone, haba.
0: know <laughs> uh, that was yeah. This was this was fun. Thanks a lot, guys. Um, yeah, guys, we'll be back for two more episodes. We'll do a quick mid-season wrap-up, which is up to episode six, and then we'll do the final two episodes, the last ever two episodes of Sex Education, which is is. I'll miss it but it's about time look he's 30 he can't keep on acting as a 17 year old we have to move on <laughs> um, I mean I mean look they say black don't crack but like you know he's the oldest which is, is wild to me yeah oh much. Um, thank you guys for listening thank you guys for coming on Gen V is coming even if we don't cover it go watch it um, more teenagers having sex but probably with more blood on that on that show considering the franchise it's part of uh, but yeah thank you very much for listening and join us next week when we'll be joined by Oscar winner Daniel Kalia bye guys bye thank you so much guys bye